and welcome to Poetry But Make It Relevant with your host Isabel Hodgson. I have a guest with me today going by the name of Lauren Galligan. Say hello. Hello, I'm Lauren. And Lauren is, can I describe you as young poet? Can I describe you as You can as describe me as whatever poet? you want to describe me as. <laughs> Pretty. The plan, the plan is for the show to interview young poets, but like all of the all of the people I have lined up like, oh, I don't know if I should be described as a young poet, but I, I completely disagree. I think everyone should be called young poets. I don't think there should be a single person who would not be described as a young poet. <laughs> um, I think, I, I mean, that, that's for absolutely no reason either. I don't have a good justification for that <laughs> process. Um, anyway, actually continuing on with some productive podcasting, um, you've brought some poems to read for us Just today. Um, as is the kind of structure of the show and I just want to ask you before we started do you have a favorite of these poems um no I tend to hate all of my poems um so no (laughs) I don't I write them and then I hate them for like so long and then when I read back at them like when I read them today I'll probably be like oh my god this is so good I am a god but when I first write them I just don't have that um that feeling at all (laughs) I feel like that's that's really common though like where people will be like I wrote it and I hate it and then I read it back like three months later and I'm like oh shit like oh my god I'm an artist like I'm so quirky and cool it's a complicated relationship (laughs) I but to be fair like there's something to me like being like self-deprecating is just like "Mm, I just like it you know like there's just to be honest I just don't like people who believe in themselves and that isn't (laughs) for any good reason that's just because I don't believe in myself. So if other people do and they do really well, I'm like, oh, gross. look at how arrogant they are. When in reality, they're just nice to themselves and kind to themselves. So speaking of your poems that you hate, which you'll now read back and think, oh, my God, I am a god. And you know that's going to happen. And then I'm going to reward myself with like five cookies and be like, you deserve this because your poems I are hope sick. So. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, for the listeners, you weren't here for the setup, but Lauren has um, given herself a line of chocolate buttons. Um, oh, we thought that was going somewhere else then. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, it could have could have gone anywhere, but it was chocolate buttons. Chocolate buttons, a little line and pile of chocolate buttons, so I can just keep digging in and rewarding myself. It's like a little Pavlov effect, you know, where like every time you do something good, you get a little treat. <laughs> Oh yeah. See, I tried that with my revision for A levels, mm. and it didn't work. I tried. I tried reading. You know, where you like read passages, where you like finish <laughs> an essay plan, and you give yourself a cookie. But I was too stressed oh, yeah. to eat, so I just didn't want it. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, I reward myself so much for doing absolutely nothing that, like, there's no line between me rewarding myself for doing things and then me just giving myself loads of chocolate <laughs> should there be a there? I feel like that's that's limiting yourself yeah. and limiting your art and if your art is eating chocolate then that's valid <laughs> um, okay so do you want to start with one of your poems it can be any poem introduce it tell them tell the listeners what they're listening to okay pick a pick a number between one and four I'm gonna go with a solid two Okay, solid two. Okay, so this one is one that I have also absolutely despised for the past two weeks. <laughs> Did you write it two weeks ago? 
no the past few weeks not two weeks sorry oh, I, I wrote it I wrote it at the peak of lockdown which was like the last few fragments of my uh creativity they yeah. it just dried up it dried up so so bad and um so this is actually like I wrote another one after this recently but this is the last big one that I wrote and was like yeah this is awful I love, so, I, love I love I love I love when people I know and like that I know their poetry like have new puns I'm always like oh my god I'm so excited okay, so go, 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 go. <laughs> okay so it's called at the funeral and um it's basically a poem about death Mm. which I've never done before because, as you know, Izzy, my poems are all hunky-dory, <laughs> full of love and positivity. <laughs> just just, just not, not in any way heartbreaking. Or you will not cry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is just about um, loss and death and mm. things like that. Okay, so it's called At the Funeral. <clears throat> I do apologise if I break up, by the way. I've never read it out loud before. Um <clears throat> I hold my foot under the running water of the shower, waiting for it to warm up. In, out, in, out, in, out, ice spills out onto the bath mat, cold feet on the shower floor, I am just warming up. Grandad used to smoke pipes in the spare bedroom upstairs, muffled screeches playing from his old television, black, wine, black white lines, black white smoke, I wondered how the whole house did not go up in flames. Standing in the doorway watching wrinkled lips curl around the mouth of the pipe with the passion of a lover and Grandad's face was nothing but smoke. But Nan called him down for tea one night and found him there on the bathroom floor and someone buried his pipe with him. Now the whole room wrings its hand, an addict in remission, with an apple-shaped stain on the ceiling where the smoke used to cling, used to tear through plaster like it was desperate for air and a cold, empty chair in the corner. I am just warming up. A double bed where the hearth closest to the window has lay barren for years. Mum used to tuck me into her side as if she could not bear to roll over in the night and find the space behind her full again. Unlit cigarette between your teeth. I am calling to you, begging you to open up and let me in. Fill your lungs with black white smoke, send you up in flames like I am my granddad's old pipe and you are the front bedroom. Windows shut. Nowhere for the fire to go but inside. I wrap us up in menthol breath, folded origami, fit us into the mouth of my granddad's pipe six feet underground. Earth crawls into the space between us the way water slips through the cracks in the kitchen ceiling when we let the bathtub overflow, waiting for it to warm up. After the funeral, Nan unplugs the television in the spare room upstairs and opens all of the windows. Air seeps in like this was never a vacuum, like nobody ever suffocated here, but the apple-shaped stain on the ceiling hangs onto plaster like it is afraid to let my granddad go. We leave the chair to warm up, try to spoon feed it life the way the cold side of the bed is spoon fed bodies as if they can replicate the shape of my father, set it on fire, boil the kettle and drown it until its arms are scarred and broken, this is how life leaves. Slips quietly over the threshold, drips out onto the bath mat and through the cracks in the ceiling, you barely have time to notice that this whole time death has been warming up like the brittle spray of water from the shower head and you have always had one foot in it. Thank you. Wow, I love it. Just you like just, it? Yeah, disclaimer, I love it. Um, I want to I want to talk through it because I mean I can obviously okay. have a personal reaction, but this is a public forum. Um, oh yeah. So I'm assuming that that was inspired by your granddad's death. How did you? How did you know? <laughs> what gave it away? Intuition. Um, <laughs> so talk me through why you wrote about that in lockdown. Yeah, so basically, um, 
lockdown was like this massive um feeling of uncertainty and obviously like you have everybody um losing things and like losing people that they love and the only person in my family who has ever died has been my granddad and like even when he died I was only like what nine years old so um it didn't fully sit with me and I was just thinking about the fact that obviously people were losing their grandparents all over the place and I thought about the fact that I'd never really sat in like that little bit of grief and thought like oh like remember when my you know what I mean like remember when my yeah. granddad died like what do I remember of my granddad so I just started to remember bits about my granddad and I, he always used to smoke his pipe and then they buried his pipe with him and then he I always remember like the vaguest memory that I have of my granddad is he'd be standing in the, the like the little threshold between his room and then between the 